section five of the sikh religion sacred writings and authors volume six by max arthur mcauliffe this librivox recording is in the public domain section five trilo chan trilo chan a name which literally means three-eyed that is seer of the present past and future was a celebrated saint of the vaisaya caste his birth is said to have taken place in the year a d twelve sixty seven he either lived at or visited pandharpur in the sholapur district of the bombay presidency and was a contemporary of namdev who mentioned or addressed him in his hymns inquiries at pandharpur and the neighbouring city of barsai have however failed to furnish any information regarding trilochan the following legend passes for history among his admirers he had a perfect faith in and love for saints but they visited him in inconveniently large numbers and there were only he and his wife to attend and wait on them he thought that they were not served as he could have wished so he resolved on engaging a servant if he could find one who was accustomed to minister to holy men he continued to search for such an attendant but not finding one became sad at heart it is said that god was not pleased at the sorrow of his saint and sent him a candidate for service trilochan asked the candidate who he was whence he had come and whether he had parents and a house and home the man replied that he had no parents or home he had merely come to be engaged as a servant he could wait on the saints of god without assistance from others as his life had been spent in such service he gave his name as antar jami which interpreted means searcher of hearts trilochan was highly pleased and ordered his wife to engage him and cheerfully supply all his wants she was cautioned to consider his pleasure as her first duty antar jami performed menial services for the saints such as cooking drawing water washing their feet shampooing and bathing them in such a manner that trilochan's house became famous for its hospitality and a large crowd of saints began to live with him and consume his substance thirteen months passed in this way until one day trilochan's wife went to visit a female neighbour the latter inquired why she was so dirty and looked so miserable she replied that her lord had taken into his employ a servant who required so much attention that she had to spend all her days grinding corn and cooking for him this was reported to antar jami and he promptly disappeared when the time came to wait on the saints antar jami could not be found trilochan became very much grieved and rebuking his wife told her that it was through her indiscretion antar jami had left their service when trilochan's grief had lasted for three days it is said that he was comforted by divine interposition he consequently applied himself to the praise and contemplation of the one true god his sorrow was then dispelled the following hymns of trilochan are found in the granth sahib sri rag trilochan admonished his mortals the heart feeleth great worldly love o mortal through which man forgetteth old age and the fear of death o fool thou art pleased on beholding thy family like a thief 
on espying his neighbor's house when the powerful myrmidons of death come with a rush i cannot withstand them may some friend come and speak to me come to me my god throw thine arms around me come to me my god and rescue me in various pleasures and royal state o mortal hast thou forgotten god and deemest thyself the only immortal one in this world deceived by mammon thou hast not thought of god and hast lost thy life o heedless man mortal thou must tread a difficult and terrible path where neither sun nor moon hath entrance when man hath abandoned the world he forgetteth his worldly love to-day it hath become clear to mine understanding that dharmraj will keep his eye on man there his very powerful myrmidons will rub men between their hands and none may withstand them if any one give me instruction let it be this that god is contained in every place o god saith trilachan thou knowest everything gujari a hermit a sanyasi a brahman called jai chan a yogi and a kapriya held a religious discussion in which each maintained the superiority of his own sect they came in the heat of their arguments to trilochan and he knowing that they were all hypocrites addressed them each in turn as follows to the hermit thou hast not cleansed thy heart from filth although thou wearest the dress of a hermit to the sannyasi in the lotus of thy heart thou hast not recognized god why hast thou become a sannyasi to the brahman thou hast gone astray in error o jai chan and not recognized god the primal joy to the yogi eating in every house thou hast fattened thy body thou wearest a patched coat and beggar's earrings for gain thou hast rubbed on thyself the ashes of the cremation ground but being without a spiritual guide thou hast not found the real thing why mutter spells why practise austerities why churn water remember god the dweller at ease who hath created the eighty-four locks of existences to the kapriya o kapriya why carriest thou a water-pot why wanderest thou to the sixty-eight places of pilgrimage saith trilochan here o mortal having no corn why layest thou a threshing-floor last thoughts determine man's future state at the last moment he who thinketh upon his wealth and dieth in that thought shall be born again and again as a serpent o my friend forget not god's name at the last moment he who thinketh of a woman and dieth in that thought shall be born again and again as a prostitute at the last moment he who thinketh upon a boy and dieth in that thought shall be born again and again as a hog at the last moment he who thinketh of a mansion and dieth in that thought shall be born again and again as a sprite at the last moment he who thinketh upon god and dieth in that thought saith trilochan shall obtain salvation and god shall dwell in his heart Dhanasari, trilochan engaged in his devotions neglected his worldly calling and this led to his straitened domestic circumstances thereupon his wife became discontented and upbraided god the following is trilochan's remonstrance he endeavoured to console her by telling her that her distress was the result of her sins why slander god o erring and ignorant woman thy woe and weal are according to thine acts 
though the moon is attached to shiv's forehead and daily batheth in the ganges though krishan the avatar of vishnu became incarnate in the moon's family yet the stain contracted on account of his misdeeds is ineffaceable from his head aaron the charioteer whose lord is the sun the lamp of the earth whose brother was garur the king of birds was born without feet on account of his sins shiv the remover of many sins the lord of the three worlds wandered to many places of pilgrimage but never reached the end of them the act of cutting off brahma's head was never effaced from his person although ambrosia the moon the all-yielding cow lakshmi the miraculous tree the steed with seven faces and the physician arose from the ocean the lord of rivers yet on account of its deed the brackishness of the ocean departed not although hanuman who burnt the fortress of lanka and uprooted the park of rawan took the wound healing plant to ram chandar and made him happy yet on account of his act of theft the curse that he should never have more than a loin-cloth was not effaced from his person the result of past acts is never effaced o wife of my house wherefore repeat for me the name of god trilochan repeateth god's name End of section five.